The Mind Aware Show, 15. Hey there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you discover the best advice on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you're ready to kick it up a notch. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So great to have you here. Let me ask you something. Do you suffer from a lack of confidence, or have you ever had anxiety, and maybe not even the kind of anxiety you'd think of? Like, obviously, sometimes you get anxiety when you think you are are not capable or you're fearful of something, but what about if you're already an achiever? What if you're already out there having success and then you get that kind of pang of anxiety of like, oh my gosh, what if I can't keep this up or what if I can't keep doing this? Well, I have just the person for you to talk to today. We have got Catherine Orford. She is the confidence coach and she has a great book out there called Become Your Number One Fan. And I'm really excited to dig in because she has so many different ways to take you from mediocrity to extraordinary. And she works not only with people who are entrepreneurs and coaches and working in everyday kind of ordinary professions. She's also working with top athletes, people who are on their way to the Olympics and this type of thing. I'm just going to stop there and just dig in by asking you, what do you think is the biggest issue for people right now with regards to confidence or anxiety, Catherine? When you work with people, what are you running into again and again? I think the one thing that I run into over and over, um, Donna, is actually that most of us have a rather vocal inner critic. And so one of the very first things that I will teach my clients to do is to actually reprogram that inner critic and turn it into a cheer squad. Uh, yeah, and anxiety and nervousness are actually probably really great things as long as we actually channel that energy into whatever it is we want to be doing instead of allowing it to run the show. You know, I want to come back to you said something really interesting. You said you want to reprogram your inner critic and turn it into a cheer squad. Explain that a little bit. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, that voice that we all have in our head that when we get stressed or we stuff up or we're running late or whatever, that little vocal voice that pops up and and says not so nice things and really doesn't put us in a very resourceful state. So many people seem to be under the illusion that that's there and you can't change it. But I'm talking to the expert in doing that as well in in, in you, Dana, and it's, it's really actually quite simple to start creating new neural pathways in our brain. So it's, you know, we can we can turn that sucker into a cheer squad that's actually <laughs> cheering us on instead of going, oh, my God, you're hopeless, you're late again, or, oh, my God, you stuffed that up, or whatever it is. And, you know, it's, it's like going to the gym and actually lifting weights, but we're actually creating, you know, new neural connections in our brain that that we can set off when we need them and to really, you know, shut that sucker up and replace it. Catherine, I think this is really, like, this could be so useful for people because it's funny, we've chatted about so many things. We've chatted about the idea of, like, well, what if you reach a, a certain level and now you don't feel like you can live up to it or 
we've chatted about the idea about so many so many people and especially I know um well I guess it's for women or men you know lack of confidence but I'm wondering if we could just get some specifics on if I was going to want to try to quiet my inner critic right now what would be kind of the step-by-step process for doing that well, there's actually a four-step process, and, and I suggest that people try all of them. There's four different ways that we can do that. We can, you know, people say, oh, just think positive. Uh, well, that neural pathway has had a lot of practice, so it's not just going to go away. So we can actually change the tone. Obviously, the the tone is usually not so nice. You know, I used to say to myself, you silly idiot, you know, at that level of intensity, so if we change the tone, if you can imagine, I can't do it, but if you can imagine Donald Duck saying, you silly idiot, what happens What happens when you imagine Donald Duck saying, you silly idiot? Right. It really diffuses the emotion, right? You start to smile. Mm-hmm. So you can change the tone. And, you know, this is an adult audience. So I can say you can change the tone to silly or you can change it to sultry or sexy. And it's like, oh, that's going to have a totally different impact on you, right? <laughs> it's so funny to think about, right? I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, nice. So the moment that the nasty one, you know, rears its vocal voice and you go, okay, let's just change this. So immediately just catching it, I think it's the awareness is the first thing. And then change the tone or you can change the volume. And for people that are primarily auditory, they're really good at this. You know, it's as if we can reach out for a remote and just, hit it on hit the mute button like we do when we're watching television or you know depending on what era you're born imagining there's a volume switch and just reaching out and turning that volume down Mm. so we can change the tone we can change the volume we can drown it out and I had a lot of success doing this one and you know so every time some some horrible thing came up in my mind I would say out of here I don't need you anymore out of here I don't need you anymore and and then follow it with something positive. And the other the the fourth one um, in Australia, and I think in America as well, because I was living there for three years. I had the pleasure of living in Hawaii. And you know, when we do a U turn, it takes us in the exact opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. So so I came up with the acronym of a UI Y U I. And when that negative voice pops up and says, "Oh, I can't do that." If you actually, the Y stands for yet. So adding a positive onto the end of the negative, the negative is already there. It's really well wired as we talked about. So if you can actually add that positive onto it, it takes it in a totally different direction. So I can't do it yet. The U stands for up until now. Mm-hmm. And the moment we go, oh my goodness, I've pitched to this company three times and I've never gotten it. And then you take a breath and go up until now. Nice. It's going to just totally put your mind in a totally different place. And then finally, the I is in the past. Put that damn sucker in the past where it belongs and stop dragging that ball and chain into your present and your future. So they're just four really easy ways. You can change the tone, change the volume, drown it out, or add a UE onto the end. And... I suggest that people try all of those and see what works for them. That's so great because basically what you're saying is you're saying, you know, when you hear the exact words you hear from that inner critic, 
you can just take those exact words and flip them around, change the volume, change the tone, do whatever you need to. So it makes perfect sense when you say you're taking that inner critic and you're turning it into your cheer squad because that awareness in the moment, is everybody getting this? And that in the moment you're hearing that, that awareness, now guess what? You you wake up, you hear that tone, you turn it around through using one of these techniques, and that gives you so many opportunities throughout the day to reprogram that mind, to work that inner muscle so that now you're thinking better. I mean, it's really smart. I love it, Catherine. Very, very good. I, I want to come back to talking a little bit about confidence and anxiety because we mentioned that you work with athletes. And so can you tell me a little bit about that? How does it work when somebody performs at a really, really high level? And in your case, we'll be talking about athletes, but think about everybody out there. If you've had success, I think it's a common fear that, oh, my gosh, I've had this success. Now what if it goes away? Or I've had this success. Now how do I live up to it or how do I beat it? Tell me a little bit about that with regards to your work with athletes, how you help them overcome those kind of voices. Well, certainly, certainly actually, you know, teaching them to reprogram as we talked about. But the other thing is really taking them back to when they actually didn't have that lack of self-belief in themselves. Um, Really, most of us, when we come into this world as tiny babies, we are, we know how special and unique we are. We don't have any of that, I'm not good enough and, you know, all of the, the, the kind of imposter syndrome things that we can start to take on as conditioning over our lives. And so it's really about acknowledging that tiny little inner child that lives inside all of us that he or she really, really knew that they were perfect when they came in. And it's really just a whole lot of things like, you know, from about the age of 18 months or two years of age, up until then, we could do no wrong. And then we start getting feedback from people around us and we start to feel flawed. So for me, when an athlete starts to worry about, oh, my goodness, can I keep this up? Because I've seen so many, and I've done it myself, sabotage our results. Because underneath it all, even though we have all the skills in the world to run a business or you know, swim that race or get that audition – if we don't believe that we are worthy of it, then we are going to be concerned about sabotaging it. We'll either sabotage it or the worry of sabotaging it is actually going to sabotage the end result. So it's about really going back and reconnecting with something we came in here with, which is knowing that we're worthy. And, you know, the other thing I get people to do is to actually write down every single fear that they have or every single negative box or label that they've ever been told about themselves. And to write it all down, get it out of their heads and their hearts, write it down, scribble all over it, not true, rip it to shreds and put it in the garbage where it belongs and then then literally go wash their hands and visualize seeing, feeling, hearing all of those yucky emotions that they've been carrying inside of themselves washing down the drain. Nice. Yeah. And it sounds really simple, but it's really profound. Oh, it's a really good visual, too. I mean, great, great stuff. And I want to reiterate what you just said about going back beforehand, because I don't want that point to get lost. I mean, if you think about it, what she says is true, everybody. You know, you go back before we ever started giving ourselves these negative messages or picking up on these negative messages in our environment. If you doubt it for a second, go hang around and play with some two-year-olds, three-year-olds, and watch just how delighted they are about everything in the world and how non 
self-conscious they are and really try to tap into that for yourself and you know even just to go through the world feeling more childlike feeling more positive I mean it's a really exciting notion I love this Catherine this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show we're talking to Catherine Orford from uh, down under she's down in Australia and she is the confidence coach you can find her at theconfidencecoach.net N-E-T dot A-U. That's the part for Australia. Of course, we figured that out from her delightful accent, which makes it so easy to lose. Don't you just want to do everything she says? She can help you, talk to you about getting over lack of confidence and performing at a higher level. She works with athletes. She helps people go from mediocre to extraordinary. And you can learn more over on her website or just go out and pick up her book, Become Your Number One Fan. Go over to Amazon and you'll see it there and you'll get all sorts of great tips. So sit tight for one second. We're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to ask Catherine about her own mindset. Has she gone through any breakthroughs herself in her mindset? Is she a more confident person now? How is she different than she used to be? And what kind of shifts in her thinking had to take place for that to happen? Be right back. Have you checked out The Mind Aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash themindaware? Discover daily mantras, inspiration, the latest brain information, and exclusive training on mindset, wealth, health, and more. That's facebook.com slash themindaware. Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. Hi, this is Dana with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome back. We are talking to Catherine Orford. She is the confidence coach. You can find her over at theconfidencecoach.net.au. And Catherine, I'm wondering if this is a case of, did you start teaching about confidence because you had to learn about it? I mean, how did that happen that you picked this subject or what kinds of things have you had to break through yourself to get where you are now? Great question, Donna. So in a nutshell, I was a reasonably confident young woman. Um, and I had a reasonably healthy self-esteem, which underpins confidence, of course. I thought I met the man of my dreams um, in my early 30s. He turned out to be my biggest nightmare. He dumped me. He overlapped his women. He went on to marry the other woman within three months of us being together. And um, I didn't know at the time that I was adopted, so I had no idea why him dumping me left me feeling so unlovable and worthless. Uh, I struggled on. I put on my coat of armor and I pretended that I was okay for several months. In fact, about nine months. Um, and they were, we, we went to business school in Hawaii and they were in my face, you know, happily in my face and causing even more pain. It really did feel like someone had ripped out my heart out of my chest and jumped all over it. Then we did a course together and guess whose study group I was in. Long story short, after pretending that I was okay, um, really putting on that suit of armor and pretending I was superwoman, but really falling apart inside, I decided that it was time to take my own life. And my inner critic, which we're talking about before, was really very, very vocal because I thought I was going to take an overdose of sleeping tablets, but I didn't even have the script. I hadn't filled the script. So I was on the cold tiles in my bathroom floor, chastising myself for not even being able to organize my own suicide. I was telling myself I was so hopeless. And long story short, um, two of my beautiful clients were there for me in my darkest hour. And in that moment that I chose life, I decided that I would 
really never allow anyone to rob me of my self-esteem and confidence ever again and that I would really find out what it was, how it's depleted and more importantly how I could take charge of it and really build it so that I was, you know, I was my best fan versus my worst enemy. So that that's how all this work began about not quite 30 years ago, maybe about 27 years ago. Wow, very very powerful. Good stuff. I do wish we had more time together. Is there one more tip you could give people just leaving anybody who's listening right now? What could they do right now today? What would be your advice? I would love for them to if they have access to it to find a picture of themselves somewhere between the age of six months and maybe 18 months, find a picture that they really love, you know, that a picture of them that's got light in their eyes and that joy and positive anticipation and curiosity that we had at that age and find that picture and print pictures of it out, you know, print copies of it out, put it on their phone, put it on their screensaver, put it in their bathroom and every morning wake up, look into that tiny child's eyes and say, I'm here for you, and I am going to start my day with joy, positive anticipation, and curiosity. Wow, that is such a good idea. It gives me goosebumps. How about you? Doesn't that sound so awesome? You have to do that, everybody. Catherine, this has been such a delight. Thank you so much for being here. Catherine Orford, everybody, go out and check out her book, Become Your Number One Fan, over on Amazon. She's the confidence coach, confidencecoach.net.au. Thank you for being here, Catherine. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. And thanks, everybody, for being here. You've got your assignment now. This is what you're going to do. You're going to go out. You're going to find that picture between six months and 18 months. You're going to talk to yourself in the mirror every day. Look at it. Remember that time. Take yourself back to that time before you started feeling a lack of confidence. Remember that advice Catherine gave us, right? Get into that that mindset of feeling invincible and feeling good. You are aware. We know that. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. That's the first step. Get aware. Listen to that inner critic. Nobody can think in your head. You're the only one that can think in your head, and you have the opportunity to turn that voice around, change that tone, make it silly, make it sexy, change the volume, drown it out, or just take a U-turn. Do what you have to to make that change today because that's the way you are going to step up into your full self Get confident, get over that anxiety, and make it happen. So start your day with the Mind Aware, and we will see you tomorrow on the show. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today, and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto